Hey, hello, and welcome to this episode of Learn Everyday English, your roadway to English proficiency. Hey, we're in the studio today, and uh, I'm going to have an interesting and a little bit different episode for you. I'm recording this on my video camera, but it's also going to be used for the Learn Everyday English podcast. So those of you listening on the podcast, remember this is being recorded on a video. I'm going to use the video as the audio. So welcome everybody if you're listening uh, on the podcast or watching this on the Learn Everyday English YouTube channel. Hey, thanks for watching. Remember, you can follow me and go to the Learn Everyday English webpage, www.learneverydayenglish.com. There you can find and access our podcasts. You can download our podcasts on Spotify and other podcast applications. You can also find a link to the YouTube video channel by going to that webpage. So I hope you do that and hope you find these podcasts and these videos interesting. Well, without further ado, I'm going to get going and jump right in to today's episode. We're going to be talking about fables. Fables. <coughs> F-A-B-L-E-S. <coughs> Excuse me. And here in the United States, I guess there are some fables that are very popular and they're called Aesop's Fables. Aesop is the person or maybe character, I don't really know for sure if it was a real person, who wrote these fables. Fables. And you might be asking yourself, hey, what is a fable? That's a good question. So I'm going to give you a definition of what a fable is. So a fable is a short story that is typically or usually or normally with animals or about animals that have that have animals as characters in the story and the story we say conveys a moral or it gives a moral or presents a moral and a moral is um, like a lesson something that it is trying to teach you a lesson that you are going to learn. So a fable is a short story to recap. Recap means like to just to sum up or to kind of uh, say what it really means in a short, concise manner is a fable is a short story that has animals in it that uh, teaches you something that you learn something from. And it, it, teaches you a moral, a moral, M-O-R-A-L, moral. So you might be asking exactly what is a moral. So a moral is a lesson, like I said before, especially one concerning what is right or what you should do or what is the right thing to do and that you can learn from the story or from the fable. So these are very popular, especially with uh, young children in school, because it helps to tell them a story, something interesting that they can listen to, they can hear. But it also teaches them uh, good lessons about life, uh, how they should act or maybe behave, things that they should learn about life. So I'm going to uh, read two different fables. And uh, I know this first one is a very 
famous or very well-known fable, and it is a fable called the Hare and the Tortoise, or sometimes you may hear it uh, described as the Tortoise and the Hare, the Tortoise and the Hare. So you might be asking, hey, what is a tortoise and what is a hare? So a tortoise is spelled T-O-R-T-O-I-S-E, tortoise, tortoise. And basically, just think of a tortoise as a type of turtle, a type of turtle. You all hopefully know what a turtle is. And But a tor- there's a difference between a tortoise and a turtle. And mainly a tortoise spends most of its time on land, or more time on land, and a turtle spends more of its time in the water, and they do maybe have a different type of body shape or the shell, the outer exterior of the animal, uh, is a little bit different between a tortoise and a turtle. And the next question you may be asking, well, what is a hare? I know hair can be like the thing, the stuff that is on the top of your head, or you might have hair on your arms, but that's a different word spelled differently. The hair that's on my head is H-A-I-R, but we're talking about something totally different. It's a type of animal called a hair, and it is spelled H-A-R-E, H-A-R-E, hair. And to make it simple, again, just think of a hare, H-A-R-E, the animal, just like a type of rabbit. It's a type of rabbit, but normally it is bigger than a rabbit. So just think a hare is a big rabbit, and a tortoise is just a type of turtle. So the story is the hare and the tortoise, or you can maybe think of it as the rabbit and the turtle. But I'm going to use the words hare and tortoise in the story. And I'm going to read the story. I'm going to read the fable. Remember, fable is a type of story. And listen to the uh, fable. Listen to the story. I'm going to read the fable through once without stopping. And then I'm going to go back and review or to highlight various words and phrases, then read it again and then tell you what the moral of the story is. And the moral of the story is like, what is the lesson of the story that it is trying to teach you? So here is the story about the hare and the tortoise. A hare was making fun of the tortoise one day for being so slow. Do you ever get anywhere? He asked with a mocking laugh. Yes, replied the tortoise, and I get there sooner than you think. I'll run you a race and prove it. The hare was much amused at the idea of running a race with the tortoise, but for the fun of the thing, he agreed. So the fox, it's another animal, had consented to act as judge marked the distance, and started the runners off. The hare was soon far out of sight, and to make the tortoise feel very deeply how ridiculous it was for him to try to race with a hare, he lay down beside the course to take a nap 
until the tortoise should catch up. The tortoise, meanwhile, kept going slowly but steadily, and after a time passed the place where the hare was sleeping. But the hare slept on very peacefully, and when at last he did wake up, the tortoise was near the goal. The hare now ran his swiftest, but he could not overtake the tortoise in time. So that is the story of the hare and the tortoise, or sometimes, like I said, you'll hear this uh, named or called the tortoise and the hare. So let me go through the story again and explain certain things to you. It says a hare, which is the rabbit, was making fun of the tortoise or the turtle. So to make fun of means to like to tease or to laugh at or to joke about someone. So to tease or make fun of is not a good thing. A lot of times in school, kids make fun of each other, maybe make fun of someone because they are skinny or because they are fat or because they look strange or different or because they maybe talk differently to make this to make fun of somebody, which is not a nice thing to do. Then it goes on to say, so the hare was making fun of the tortoise one day for being so slow. So the hare was telling the tortoise, ah, hey, you can't move very fast. You move very slowly. Ha ha ha. And then the hare asked, do you ever get anywhere? Like, do you ever make it? You're so slow. He asked with a mocking laugh, a mocking laugh. Mocking means to make fun of in a kind of a cruel way or to ridicule, like, ha, 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 ha. That's like a mocking laugh, a mocking laugh. So the tortoise answered and he said, yes, replied the tortoise, or yes, answered. Reply means to answer. Yes, replied the tortoise. And I get there sooner than you think, or more quickly than you think. I'll run you a race and prove it. That means I will race against you and I will show you. So the hare was much amused. The hare was found it funny. To be amused is, means to find something funny or entertaining. He said, ah, ha, ha, ha. You're going to run a race against me? So the hare was much amused at the idea of running a race with the tortoise. But for the fun of the thing, for the fun of means like for entertainment or pleasure, he agreed. And so the fox, this was another animal who was with the hare and the tortoise. The fox agreed, or he says in the story, the fox who had consented, that means who had agreed, to act as the judge, he marked the distance. That means he measured the distance of how far they were going to race or to run. And he started the runners off. He said, ready, set, go. And they started to run. So initially, says the hare was soon far out of sight, like he was so far away, you couldn't see the hare. He was running so fast. And to make the tortoise feel very deeply, or really in his heart, very seriously, how ridiculous it was for him to try to race with the hare, the hare lay down beside the course, and the course is just the road or the place where they were running. 
So the hare was very kind of overconfident, we say. He was running so fast. The tortoise was way behind. So the hare said, well, I'm just going to lay down and rest, take a nap. Uh, I'm going to win this race easily. And he took a nap and was going to wait until the tortoise could catch up to him. But the tortoise, meanwhile, just kept going at his slow or his constant pace. He wasn't rushing or going very fast, but he was constant and consistent. But after a time, he passed the place where the hare was still sleeping. And the hare kept sleeping. He didn't notice that the tortoise had passed him. But he finally, it says, and when at last, which means finally, the hare, he did wake up. And the tortoise was near the goal. The goal is the finish line or the ending of the race. So by the time the hare woke up, he realized, hey, the tortoise is almost at the finish line. He's almost at the end of the race. So it says the hare now ran his swiftest. Swiftest means just means fastest. So to be swift means to be fast. So the hare now ran his swiftest, but he could not overtake the tortoise in time. To overtake means like to catch up with something or somebody and to pass them. So he could not overtake the tortoise in time. So let me read that whole story again, completely without stopping. And now that you know some of these words and expressions, see if the story makes more sense to you. So a hare was making fun of the tortoise one day for being so slow. Do you ever get anywhere? He asked with a mocking laugh. Yes, replied the tortoise, and I get there sooner than you think. I'll run you a race and prove it. The hare was much amused at the idea of running a race with the tortoise, but for the fun of the thing, he agreed. So the fox, who had consented to act as judge, marked the distance and started the runners off. The hare was soon far out of sight, and to make the tortoise feel very deeply how ridiculous it was for him to try a race with the hare, he lay down beside the course to take a nap until the tortoise should catch up. The tortoise, meanwhile, kept going slowly but steadily, and after a time passed the place where the hare was sleeping. But the hare slept on very peacefully, and when at last he did wake up, the tortoise was near the goal. The hare now ran his swiftest, but he could not overtake the tortoise in time. Did you understand that story a little bit better now, the second time through, after the explanation? And again, remember, you don't have to try to write this down. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, eventually you can turn on the English subtitles and read along. Those of you listening on the podcast, remember you can go to the Learn Everyday English YouTube channel. Go to the resources podcast resources page. And you can download uh, the story and the program notes and follow along 
with me. So that makes it a lot easier for you. So what is the moral of this story? We have two animals. One is very fast, the hare. One is very slow, the tortoise. They had a race. The hare was very confident. We could say he was overly confident, too confident. And he stopped to sleep while the tortoise kept going at his constant regular speed. So sometimes the fastest person doesn't always win the race, right? So the moral of the story is the race is not always to the swiftest, or just like I said, the winner of the race is not always the fastest person. So keep that in mind as a moral to the story. Sometimes it is best or better just to be consistent and persistent and do something every day or a little bit every day at a time and try to do a lot of something all at once. And this really applies to language learning. It's better to be consistent and constant, move at a, I don't say a slow pace, but a constant pace, whatever pace is comfortable for you, but be constant with it, be consistent with it, try to do something every day rather than trying to be do everything really quickly and try to learn a lot of stuff, say, all at once and study a lot of something, maybe a lot one, one day and then don't study anything for three or four days and then you study again. That is not the best way to learn a language or to learn English. It is better to be like the tortoise and to just move along constantly at a pace that is comfortable for you and everybody has their own pace rather than to try to be like the hare and learn something very quickly all at once. So I think that is a very good moral for you all to learn, a lesson to learn from this fable. The second story or fable is called The Dog and His Reflection. The Dog and His Reflection. And a reflection is like an image or something that you see that shows or reflects yourself or your face. For example, if you look into a mirror, you see your reflection or you see yourself looking back at you. That is what a reflection is. So this story is about a dog who saw his own reflection or his own face or his body while he was looking into a, a water, a body of water. So keep that in mind. So here's the story. A dog to whom the butcher had thrown a bone, and a butcher is just a person who works like at a meat market or a place that uh, sells meat is called a butcher, a butcher. A dog to whom the butcher had thrown a bone was hurrying home with his prize, which was a bone, as fast as he could go. As he crossed a narrow footbridge, he happened to look down and saw himself reflected in the quiet water as if in a mirror. But the greedy dog thought he saw a real dog carrying a bone much bigger than his own. If he had stopped to think, he would have known better. But instead of thinking, 
He dropped his bone and sprang at the dog in the river, only to find himself swimming for dear life to reach the shore. At last he managed to scramble out, and as he stood sadly thinking about the good bone he had lost, he realized what a stupid dog he had been. Did you understand that story or some of the words? Did you understand or could you figure out the moral of that story, the lesson learned? Well, let's go through the story and I'll explain certain words and phrases. So there was a dog and to whom the butcher had thrown a bone. So the butcher, the person that works at a meat store, meat market, had thrown a bone to the dog so that the dog could have it to eat. So the dog was very happy. So it says he was hurrying home with his prize, and the prize was the bone, as fast as he could, as he crossed a narrow footbridge. So a footbridge is just a type of bridge that you walk across. It's not a bridge for, say, cars, but a bridge for people to walk across. So as he crossed a narrow footbridge, he happened to look down and saw himself reflected in the quiet water as if in a mirror. So he looked down at the water. The water was quiet. We say the water was very still. The water was like a mirror so he could see his own face and his reflection in the water. But it says the greedy dog. So the dog was greedy. That means he wanted more than what he had. He wanted something that somebody else had because he thought he saw a real dog carrying a bone much bigger than his own. So when he looked in the water, the reflection that he saw, he thought the reflection was another dog with another bone. So he wanted the other bone that the other dog that he thought was in the water had, but it was really, he was actually only looking at himself. So it says if he had stopped to think, he would have known better. He would have realized the truth. But instead of thinking, so he wasn't thinking, he opened his mouth because it says he dropped his bone. And then it says he sprang at the dog in the river. That to spring at means like to jump at. So he, he was on the footbridge. He jumped down at the dog he thought was in the river so he could get the other bone that the other dog had or he thought he had. And he found himself swimming for dear life. So he realized that he was in the water now and he probably couldn't swim very well. So he says he was swimming for dear life, which means he was swimming for his life or to save his life to reach the shore. And the shore is like the land or the ground that is next to the water is called the shore. And at last, he said, at last or finally, he managed to scramble out. That means to like to climb out with a lot of effort and with some difficulty. He was able to scramble out. And as he st stood sadly thinking about the good bone he had lost, so when he opened his mouth, he dropped the bone that the butcher gave him and he lost it in the water. He realized what a stupid dog he had been because at the end, right, the dog ended up wet because he fell in the river, in the water, 
and he didn't have a bone at all. He had nothing. So he ended up with nothing. So again, let me read the story all the way through. A dog, to whom the butcher had thrown a bone, was hurrying home with his prize as fast as he could go. As he crossed a narrow footbridge, he happened to look down and saw himself reflected in the quiet water as if in a mirror. But the greedy dog thought he saw a real dog carrying a bone much bigger than his own. If he had stopped to think, he would have known better. But instead of thinking, he dropped his bone and sprang at the dog in the river, only to find himself swimming for dear life to reach the shore. At last he managed to scramble out, and as he stood sadly thinking about the good bone he had lost, he realized what a stupid dog he had been. Hmm, interesting story, right? A dog had a good bone. He was running home. He thought he saw another dog with a bigger bone. He tried to get that because he was greedy. He ended up falling in the river and lost his bone and ended up wet and with nothing, no bone at all. So what is the moral of this story? What is the lesson that we can learn from this story? And the lesson that we can learn is that it is very foolish to be greedy. It is foolish to be greedy, or it's kind of like it's stupid to be greedy. It doesn't pay to be greedy. You shouldn't be greedy. You should be satisfied with what you have, right? And not want something that is not yours, especially something that somebody else has. You shouldn't try to take it from them. So those are two fables, two stories, and each story has a moral or a lesson that, that you can learn from. So I hope you enjoyed uh, this lesson. If you want to learn more about fables, go on the internet and look up Aesop's Fables, A-E-S-O-P-S, Fables, F-A-B-L-E-S, Aesop's Fables. You can find a whole book or a whole lot of uh, other and different fables which you might find interesting with different lessons that you can learn. So I think that's it. So if you like this lesson, let me know. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Hey, leave a comment below. Let me know what you thought about the video. If you're listening on a podcast, hey, go to the Learn Everyday English uh, webpage, www.learneverydayenglish.com. At the bottom of that page, there's a contact form. Send me a message. Let me know if you like the episode, if you have any other topics you'd like me to discuss, and I'll you know, answer, I'll read and answer each one. You know, we've got people listening to podcasts now over 80 countries. We've got a lot of people watching the uh, YouTube videos as well, so I hope you find these videos helpful and interesting. And remember to be consistent and persistent, and don't give up. You can do it. Okay, well, that's it for today, this episode of Learn Everyday English. Have a good week, day, uh, wherever you're at, and uh, keep on listening, keep on watching. And thanks once again from Learn Everyday English. Hey, see you later. Goodbye.